GameZillaMedia.com. Video game makers believe that their products are starting to attract a whole new market. The voice of the gaming generation. The competition in this industry is so fierce, but we did manage to get a glimpse into the future. Real gaming opinions. <laughs> the obvious question is, of course, how long will this smashing success last for video games? The GameZilla Podcast. That comes one of them now. <laughs> Welcome to the Games Old Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the Games Old Media Studios, my VR-licking friend, Butterboy. Listen, you can't you can't talk about the PlayStation VR regardless who has or has not licked one within the last 30 seconds, because the PlayStation VR is just as dead as my dreams of going to Italy next month. Thanks, coronavirus. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm depressed. I should be drinking on this show. I don't even... I feel like my I, whole life's ruined. I'm not even going to, like, jump back at you on that one. I'm not even going to come after you at that one. That, that That's just a sad story. I'm sorry about your trip, but VR bumped. is alive and well. It is great. Anyways, welcome to episode 303 of the GameZilla podcast live on Mixer.com slash GameZilla Media. And if you are watching this live every Monday night at 7.30 p.m., I know we're 30-some minutes late. That's Deadeye's fault. He was playing way too much VR. Anyways. So I'm blind now. If you're watching this live, give it up for our video guy, our video producer, Player One Miggy. Yeah. What's going on, people? How you doing, Miggy? I'm doing great. Wait, isn't great. VR great? V- VR is great. I know. I feel like I should buy like a few, another headset. You've got to get the uh, get the get the <laughs> no, Oc- no. no. the Valve one so you can get ready for uh, Half Life. That's what I'm saying. I think well, I need the Valve one. It makes a good point. I don't have the Valve one. You don't need the Valve. That's one. the point, though. I don't have it. You also don't need a spleen. <laughs> <laughs> no, or tonsils. I mean, hey. he's bringing up more valid points. All right, anyways. You need a spleen? <laughs> what do you mean you don't need a spleen? I'm pretty sure you need a spleen. I'm not a doctor, but you don't need an appendix. Now we got this guy who's admitting he's not a doctor telling us what we need and what we don't need. That we we need a spleen, but we can't have Valve uh, VR headsets. Oh Dr. Butterboy. <laughs> I lo- oh, that is a good Dr. Butterboy. That's mm. Dr. Butterboy MD. We have your first sub-character created here. Anyways, welcome to the podcast, everybody. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. Again, we're live on Mixer.com slash GamesLaMedia every Monday night. So if you're listening to this on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, wherever it is that you listen to podcasts and you want to catch a live show, that's where you're going to do it. Mixer.com slash GamesLaMedia. We want to thank everybody. But we especially want to thank our patrons. Yeah, thank you so much to all of our patrons at patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. It is your support and your financial contributions that allow the GameZilla podcast to live and exist. Make sure you check out last week's Muster Bus special uh, available for the exclusive access level. That's just $5 per month, and that will get you access to all the goodness that is the exclusive shows. Every show on the GameZilla Media Network has at least one exclusive show that you can't listen to at any, on any of the other podcasting platforms. They're exclusive just to our patrons. And also at the $1 per month tier, we have State of the Zilla once a month. Uh, a bunch of the guys from the GameZilla Media Network get together and talk about a topic that isn't covered uh, on any of our regular shows. So uh, just a little bit of bonus, and it is an extra thank you for your financial support that keeps GameZilla Media going. If you like listening to the show, watching us on Mixer, won't you consider at least $1 per month at patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. Yeah, so uh, 
we got some news today. It uh, some of it hurt my soul, some of it excited my soul, and some of it crushed my soul. Is that what I'm looking for? Did you say killed first? Killed, excited, and crushed? Oh, I got it. I messed. I messed it all up. Killed, murdered, and stabbed. Stabbed, killed, murdered my soul. There we go. Oh, that's really sad. What, yeah. what happened? There's a lot of positivity soul. there, but. But before we get into the news, yeah, we got a little event ski coming up. Yeah, I wasn't gonna get in the news. We got like an hour before we do that. Oh, absolutely. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna talk about. It's uh, normally how this show goes, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is my first time on this show. I don't know. You got to let me know. Yeah, welcome. First time paying attention, at least. <laughs> Sleep at the wheel. But yeah, we do have an event coming up. It is uh, happening here in our home state of Michigan, and it is the Victorthon, which is a 24-hour charity event uh, to help raise money for Children's Hospital and a bunch of departments that do a lot of the cool tech, uh, music, tech-oriented just uh, therapy, right? Helping helping kids that are in the hospital uh, cope with or and, and also heal through a lot of these different technologies and uh, and just uh, uh, different musical art different. Um, areas yeah focus areas so um we do a lot of work with children's hospital we've talked about it uh you know cs mott in particular and so they're the ones that invited us out there to help with the video game aspect of this show we are gamezilla is going to be in full force we are going to be doing the history of nintendo as a free play booth area so you're going to be able to come in start at the old school nes area and work your way through the generations of nintendo all the way up into uh, like the Switch, yeah, you know, our current gen. So uh, that's gonna be a lot of fun, free play going on. You know, most of the most of the event, it's gonna be a good time. We're also gonna be holding some tournaments where there's gonna be uh, some fun, like time trials and different things going on that you'll be able to compete in. And also, if you're the winner, maybe get walk away with some pretty sweet swag for sure. And uh, lastly, we're going to be setting up a streaming podcasting booth. So we're going to try to be live the entire time. So if you are not able to make the event, you will still be able to enjoy the event, hang out with us right there on Mixer.com. Um, more details on which channels will be will be going live and at what times we'll, we'll be posting that on our social media outlets. And of course, probably here on the podcast closer to the event, which is at the end of the month, March 28th and 29th. Yep, and it takes place on the campus of the University of Michigan in yep. Ann Arbor. Yep. So, uh, yeah, we're going to have a bunch of members of the team out there having fun. So if you listen to this show, want an opportunity to come hang out and support a great cause, uh, we look forward to seeing you there, gaming with you there, and uh, it's it's going to be a really cool time, and we're supporting something that we all believe in and we all care about here at GameZilla, and that is uh, the work that uh, CS it happens at CS Mott Children's Hospital uh, to help these kids that are stuck in the hospital get uh, an opportunity to feel like regular kids and enjoy some gaming and enjoy some technology and just have some fun. It's uh, it's. It's a really good thing, so we're super excited to be invited to be part of that this year. Yeah, and we'll, like I said, we'll get more details to you as they start to pan out, and um, hopefully you can join us in some fashion. Dope. Let's roll the news. All right. I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching GameZillaMedia.com. Downloading headlines. What about this monster story of yours? Download complete. Topic number one. <laughs> I am going to have a hard time even just reading this this title of this article. Is this real? What? what GameSpot posted this? This is real. It's real. Can't be. <sighs> GameStop hires... 
Hold on, I can get this. GameStop. Your favorite company. I will kill you on this air. <laughs> I, will be, I will go to jail. GameStop hires <laughs> Reggie Filzame. I can't even say it. Reggie Fizame. Fizame. I can't even say it. This is upsetting to me. Reggie Fizame. <sighs> yeah, give it up. GameStop Savior is here. GameStop hires Reggie. More horns for GameStop. There's an audio guy opening. Oh, audio is opening. I am eternal. <laughs> <laughs> the video game retailer GameStop has hired former Nintendo of America president Reggie fils to its board of directors. Okay, what a big <sighs> get. Congratulations, GameStop. This is the biggest move that's happened in the gaming retail space in probably 20 years. It's a coup. It's a game changer. It's life-giving. Probably. <laughs> No, there's no probably about it. This is the worst decision. This is the worst decision Reggie could have ever made, and GameStop should be hung by their whatever money they have left in their bank accounts for even trying to drag this poor man's name through the mud of this dying company. Why? Why would you do this? So, according to Reggie Fizeme's uh, uh, Twitter account, it was all a joke. Three uh, uh, updated three hours ago, he he wrote, "The gaming industry needs a healthy and vibrant GameStop. I look forward to being a part of GameStop Core board and helping to make this happen." Okay, here's the deal. I love Reggie. Okay, love him to death. I love Phil. Phil Spencer, love him to death. You could take both of them and fire the entire GameStop board and just put those two at the head and it's still going to fail because GameStop's too far gone. Okay, they're too far gone. You can't turn that ship. You got to blow it up, go over there and say, change the name to Funko Land, you know, bring back Funko Land or something. Be like, this is new. Trust us. We promise. Here's the new business model. It has nothing to do with GameStop. Don't ever think it has anything to do with GameStop because that word that that name is done. I'm sorry. There's no way. I don't like this because R- Reggie has a great track record. He has he's, like he. I look at him and I just smile. I think of good times and just yes. Not saying Nintendo was perfect through everything while he was you know cap captain of North America, but still. Like he had a really good run. He had he had a really good career, and then to come in here and jump on GameStop after retiring and teaching at Cornell, then you go jump on GameStop's directors board. Like that's where people go to die. Like that's where people go when they're like, you know what? I've done everything in life, but fail. I think I want to go try to fail. I'm gonna go join GameStop. Yeah, he's just out getting a paycheck. He doesn't need a paycheck. He's He's teaching at Cornell. Saving the day. You don't think he's making plenty of money being a teacher at Cornell? Saving the day. Maybe teaching wasn't fulfilling for him. Maybe he wants to lift GameStop up. How do you lift GameStop? How do you save GameStop in a world where no one buys physical games? If I knew GameStop would be hiring me, clearly Reggie knows. Reggie doesn't know because there is no way to fix (laughs) this company. Reggie doesn't know. Reggie doesn't know. (laughs) Don't tell Reggie. I bet Miggy and I were on board with singing Reggie Doesn't Know. I appreciate it, but still. <laughs> this has got to just be, like, just, just a terrible move in my part. I, I don't like I don't like this, this, this choice, but, I mean, 
I don't know. I guess to 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 put this into perspective, though, let's let's say he didn't just work at Nintendo. Okay, he he had a long tenure at Nintendo from 2003 to 2019, but his portfolio included work, um, like I said, on the DS, the Wii, the 3DS, the Switch, and unfortunately the Wii U. Okay, he also had. Why is GameCube not on that list? He was there for GameCube. I remember him carrying the GameCube around. He, I think, got hired right around the time the GameCube was rolled out. Yeah. I don't know if he was involved with the development. That's fair. I, That's yeah, fair. Knows? Yeah. Um, but also, he previously worked for VH1, Pizza love Hut. It. Double love it. Procter & Gamble. They make everything. And some others that they don't. They, they don't decide to give us the specifics. That's a, that's a track record. He's obviously man. a well-known figure in the game industry, uh, larger-than-life persona, fan-facing. I agree with all these things. But they, I don't... I feel like him... Like, here's the thing. Everybody trusts... Like, I, I trust Reggie. That was the thing. When he when he took the stage and he was like... And he would talk, I would, I would believe in him. Just like I believe in Phil. And... If he takes the stage and tries to say something about GameStop, it's I'm gonna barf. I'm just gonna throw up. I'm like, I'm literally gonna be like, no, no, just stay on the board and stay behind the scenes. Like, don't show your face, which is impossible because that's not who he is. So, like to me, it's like, yes, he's only part. He's part of the board and he's just collecting a paycheck or stuff. But like, you don't hire this person to not have some sort of image for your company. Oh yeah, we are three months out from you know a little a little white. Like white YouTube video or white presentation at E3 with red and black lettering that says, Hi, I'm Reggie from GameStop. I'd like to invite you to return to one of our stores. They're clean. They're full of garbage you don't want to buy. But guess what? <laughs> you can't replace the dopamine rush you get when purchasing something physically in a store. It's addicting. I would like you to return to GameStop. And then I will immediately kick my own door down to get out of my house and into my car and into a GameStop with hot cash, American dollars, assuming the entire global economy hasn't fallen apart by then, and give them money to buy a game because Reggie told me to do it. This company is bleeding money. I mean, the last quarter report was just was just god-awful to the point where I looked at it and I said, I wouldn't be surprised if GameStop was liquidating at the end of 2020. It was that bad. And this is on the verge of a new platform, a new generation of, of gaming consoles. But at the same time, can you seriously buy a GameStop stock for $3.70? I say let's do it. I mean, with Reggie, what do we got to lose? I've wait, got $3.70 mean, times however many <laughs> shares you buy. Wait. That's what you have to lose. No, no, think about and it. And your dignity. Think about it, guys. We buy some GameStop stock now. If it gets up to like 6 or $7 by the time the new consoles come out, we sell it, we double, we double our money. Well, yes, you're being a day trader. That's easy. That's how we fund. You could do that with plenty of failing take companies. Take GameZilla to the top. We're gonna pick the bones of GameStop like Reggie's doing. I mean, they're projected to go up to about like was it four four dollars two cents? I mean, Hoo-wee. projected. Watch out, Apple. <laughs> is that a projection or is that just after hours? Uh, 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 yeah, it's projected to do it over the next hour and a half. Yeah, I think I think that's already after happened. The, that's, that's the Reggie. Hours. Look at that curve up. That's the Reggie effect. That's what he's gonna do. Yeah, yeah that. that lasts for about another thirty six minutes, and then people go, "Oh, it's still GameStop sell." No. Yeah, watch, watch. <laughs> Before this week's over, watch it go back down. Anyways. It's going to be revived. Anyways. I'm buying in. Also, was that graph like just for the day? Yeah. 
Oh, okay. I would like to see what the week or the month or even like the year. You want to look at something sad. Go, yeah, yeah. Take us out. Take us year. out. Click take us, us out on the year, year tab. Right there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You still want to buy that? Looks like the surface of the moon. <laughs> oh, my Jeez. God. You guys ever played? No, it's still up. 392. You want to feel, you wanna feel that even worse? Click on five years. Yeah. You guys ever played Defender? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, you <laughs> you guys have fun buying buying uh, GameStop stock. GameStop but anyways, stock was lit in 08, $62 a yeah, share. $62 a share. We're talking about $3.70 right now. All right, but seriously, back to Reggie, though, okay? He's someone that I respect, and I, I love him in the gaming industry. I, it was sad to see him leave Nintendo, but he was leaving to retire. He was leaving to do, like, his next thing that he wanted to do in life. If you told me that was to go to GameStop, I would have been like, are you... Out of your goddamn mind? Like, what are you talking about? He went from Nintendo and being super successful to teaching at Cornell to game... And I mean, he's still teaching. He didn't leave teaching. But to joining the the board of directors for GameStop. I mean, I mean, by the time he's done burning out... I'm going to go with a comment here that Sashin said in the, in the Mixer chat. By the time he's done burning out... GameZilla will be able to afford him on our board of directors. Yes. Yes. Meaning we're not going to pay him because we don't pay anybody. I'm not about to get in some sort of power struggle with Reggie, okay? (laughs) That's not going to happen. We're not bringing him in. Uh, So, Grim, let me ask you. Do you think Reggie hates money? It's not about the money. It is about it's the money. It's not about the it's money. It's a job. My man's getting paid. The dude the dude got paid from Nintendo. The dude's getting paid at Cornell. The dude's probably getting paid in other ways that we don't know. The the money at first of all, there's no money at GameStop. That board job though. I don't know. His his tweet, the gaming like like Mickey Dory said, the gaming industry needs a healthy and vibrant GameStop. Why? That's that's the that's the instant reaction. Why? I look forward to being a part of GameStop Corp board and helping to make this happen. So he's not just there collecting a paycheck. He's saying he is going to create change. Okay, but why does the gaming industry need GameStop? Because as far as I'm concerned, GameStop hasn't done anything right for the last ten years. Hasn't it been sad? Hasn't it bummed you out to not have a video game store to go to? Not have a video game store you can trust. Reggie's gonna bring that trust back. He's gonna make GameStop the place to buy video games. When's the last time that you could trust GameStop versus you just went to GameStop because it was an option? You don't trust a GameStop. They were the same place that sold you a sixty-dollar game like everybody else did, and then it, now you don't trade shit in. But they were the same place since the beginning of time that you took your video game there, and they said, "Yeah, we'll rip you off and give you pennies on the dollar for your game, and then we'll charge, and then we'll sell you another sixty-dollar game unless you want it used, which we bought it back." Now remember, you traded stuff in, so your sixty-dollar game we gave you fifteen bucks for, but we sell it to you for forty-five. Oh, you want a brand new game, but it's used? We'll give you a deal. Five bucks off. Like, this is the same business. This is the same thing this company has done for years. They've never been good. It's never been a good business model. It's never been trustworthy. It's never been healthy. And I'm it's sad that it, that it, it took the industry this long to realize that. But let's be honest. Now, with even other companies saying, cool, here's Gamers Club, cool, Amazon saying, hey, here's some discounts, like, it showed us very quickly how we had no relationship, truly, with GameStop. 
We just went there because it because they had 900 stores world you know countrywide, and it was easy for us to get in a car or ride our bicycle to the local GameStop. You want to know what else was super easy to do? Find a Blockbuster. Guess what? They're not here anymore. Okay, like I'm t- they're, they're done. This, their time is done. Their business model is trash. They don't have a new business model. They just go, uh, uh, we're going to make uh, some eSport chairs over here, and you're going to sit down and play games here. No, they're not. No one's going to come to your facility to play games unless you build a community, which you don't believe in community because all you care about is money. Now, when they start having professional leagues and, and everything happening at their at their store, great, but guess what? I can't right now even walk through a GameStop because it's full of shit. Yeah, so where are you going to put where are you going to put a leak? Yeah, I don't I don't need to roll into a GameStop and and knock over a glass case with a five hundred dollar Harley Quinn statue. I don't need it. They have those there. Probably they have a ton of dumb stuff there. I'm just I just this is this makes me sad. I don't know what Reggie's going to bring to the table. It's going to help them at all because there's nothing that can help this company. I do. I know. They have they're closing stores. We've locally we've been seeing stores closing. Nationally, we know that stores are closing. I think they said they're they're shutting down another 200 stores. By the end of the year, they're going to up that to probably half of their half of their stores are going to be closing. Like, what are you doing? What are you going to do? How are you going to turn that around? I know. I I know. So I since I'm since I've been a long time Nintendo fan, I have some contacts. I got in touch with Reggie. Give yourself like some warning horns or something. Uh, do I even have those? Anymore? I don't know. But that, give... that's a there we yeah. go. <laughs> give yourself something. So here I, I've already texted Reggie, and he he said he's talking about. I text Reggie. I text, Reggie. I text him. I text Reggie. Personal okay. line. I I text Gre- Reggie's granddaughter. Okay, like you know she's nine. She just got an iPhone. She's telling me what Grandpa's thinking. You do realize that like the the Reggie that you work with isn't the same Reggie. There's more than one Reggie in the world. You know that, right? I, yeah, talk okay. to Regina. I, t- I, t- I text the wrong guy. No, here's what here's what GameStop's gonna do. Here is how they can be competitive in the used gaming space because that's where the value is. That's where they thrived. What's been happening for the last we'll call it five years? A bunch GameStop's been dying. A bunch of selfish turds have been undercutting the GameStop business by selling their things by themselves on Facebook and on Offer Up. Here's what GameStop's about to do. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, when someone wants to sell a game, they don't go trade it in anymore. They sell it directly they by the their social real media. value. GameStop's about to go start sniping those listings to get them off. You're not going to be able to buy video games unless you have a personal contact of someone trying to sell the game. You're not going to be able to buy video games on social media platforms anymore. They'll probably buy most of the stuff up on eBay. They're going to cannibalize the secondhand gaming market, taking a ton of inventory and make it the only place to buy used video if games. If you don't think already that GameStop has like a has a department where they literally hunt eBay for deals to just build their inventory up, then you're crazy. Like, I already all, know that. They already have to do that. They're scaling it up. To some extent. It doesn't matter because (laughs) when we buy a PS5 or an Xbox Series X or the Switch Pro, we're all going to be buying digital games. We're going to be buying digital games and digital sales are going to happen. And guess what? When I could get a game for 30 bucks digitally and not have to go to the store and deal with someone about signing up for a credit card and then giving my soul away for a magazine and then pre-ordering 16 games that I don't care about and then getting a, a, a bag handed to me that says if I whatever I put in this bag, I get 20% off. What kind of and phone then, you got? And, but then they charge me $5 for the bag, but they don't tell me that. Like, 
get the gimmicks are done. The the deals, the bullshit deals that are their scams are over, and and they're exposed. GameStop has been exposed for what they are. They're a trash company with trash business. Now, anybody that works at GameStop, I, I this is not against you. And from a local shop level, I have met some great gamers, some great people. I still talk to people from the days that I used to work at GameStop. Okay. And my whole deal here is not nothing against them. I feel bad for them for the pressure that's being pushed on them by district managers and corporate level, basically causing people at this point, if you go read the articles right now, people are quitting their jobs because of stress right now, because of the, the demand uh, or, or being fired over things because they're not meeting their quota for things that have nothing to do with gaming. I'm sorry. Reggie's going to fix all that. If Reggie, yeah, you want to know how he needs to fix it all? Clean the house of upper management and actually create a store that cares about its customers. Because short of the local staff, GameStop doesn't give two shits about anyone other than themselves. Reggie's got himself into a mess that he he cannot fix by himself. And the core group that's there is the core group that's been there. So bringing him in, he's not going to be able to do it by himself because he's not going to be able to rock the boat. And they're going to be like, oh, you know what? Yeah, let's just uh, let's do everything that Reggie says. Uh, he's being joined on the board of directors by this is a, not- a William <laughs> Sonoma and former Walmart executive, Walmart James executive, yeah, Smimac, Walmart executive, uh, and the current good. president and uh, the current president and CEO of PetSmart, mm-hmm. yep. serving on this mm-hmm. board of directors. This is really good. CEO of PetSmart, a failing pet company, and then uh, Walmart, the company that literally tells their employees to sign up for welfare <laughs> because they don't pay them enough. Walmart is the worst company. Okay. Right? So, you want to talk about companies that have been very good at making money? Sure. But you're also talking about... Nothing against Walmart, but you're talking about a store that, like, advertises itself to people for many reasons, not because of video games. When's the last time you went to Walmart to buy a video game? I look for arcade one-up clearances every time I'm in there. Because you know they're there. That's the only reason. It's the only reason I ever go to Walmart. I went to go buy... Here you go. Here's, here's Here's a great story for you. I went to go buy Dreams. For the PS4. I went to GameStop because it was the closest thing. Wasn't worried about a deal. I was just like, I just want this game. I know it's not, it's a $40 game, so I'm not as concerned about finding a deal. Went to GameStop, they go, oh, we sold all of our copies. I was like, really? It's selling that well? He's like, oh, well, we only got two copies. <laughs> <laughs> They're smart. They're not trying to take in too much inventory. So right it's behind smart. GameStop was a Walmart. Yeah. And so I went to Walmart and they had the game and I bought it. And it was so difficult to buy that video game in Walmart because I had to find someone, first of all, to even get me the game. And then I, like, said the name of the game, pointed at it, and they couldn't find it. And they finally said, ah, screw it, and opened it up and said, you just grab it. Okay, like, that's the experience, okay? (laughs) So I went from a store that's, like, didn't have faith in the game, so they didn't order enough copies because from what I'm reading is their inventory is now based off their pre-orders, if you don't hit certain pre-orders, they don't send you extra copies of games at GameStop anymore. That's crazy. Yeah. So it's not the fact that GameStop's smart about like inventory. It's the fact that they're basing stores' inventories off of their pre-order success of that game. So I went from that experience, which was shitty, to Walmart, which was shitty, and that's my gaming experience. So why? how is that stopping me from then saying, you know what, next time I'm just going to sit down at my PlayStation and download the game? Because I don't have to deal with all that shit. Yeah. 
I mean, I have, I couldn't tell you the last time I bought a video game at a Walmart because I hate asking for things out of a case. And I can tell you the last time I bought a video game at GameStop. Would you like to know when that was? Would you like to guess when that was? When you bought the last time you bought a game at GameStop? Yeah, last time I bought a game at GameStop. I not only know when it was, I know what game it was. Mm. Was it WWE 2K whatever that you were gifted money to buy? Or is that was that digital? That was digital. No, no, that was physical and it was purchased at Best Buy. Okay. I where I know. buy the majority I'm of it. I'm not games. sure. Um it was the winter of 2016, <laughs> I believe. <laughs> I believe, and it was a used copy of Super Mario Galaxy 2 for the week. How the hell was I supposed to guess that? <laughs> well, you should have you should have guessed it was a long time since I bought anything at a game. So you're talking four years ago. <laughs> I bought a used copy of a week. You got ripped for off for a copy of, of Mario Galaxy 2. It was like 18, 17, 18 bucks. Yeah, so you could got it for probably 10. Is what you're saying? Maybe. Mario Galaxy 2 was holding value at the time. At the time. It wasn't garage sale level yet. That was yeah. this is 2016. That was only a decade after the Wii came out. Only a decade. <laughs> okay. Listen. Tell me why I'm wrong. Okay. If you're in if you're live on mixer.com slash games on media right now, in the chat, tell me why I'm wrong. I'll tell, tell you why you're wrong. You're tell, clearly a Reggie hater. Tell me why I'm wrong in the Discord if you're listening to this afterwards. Go to the Discord, get in that Nintendo chat where Reggie belongs, and let's talk about <laughs> Reggie in, in the good old days and why he's ruining his 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 just I don't I just it, Breathe, breathe. It's disgusting. It makes disgusting? me disgusting. You're disgusting. I'm disgusted. You fall in because you dis- know the first time that he speaks, which is going to be soon. Yeah, three it's months. going to be real soon. E3. No, he's going to speak before this. He just got announced into GameStop. He's going to make some sort of introduction, some sort of like, I'm here because I believe in this brand. And then you're literally going to be like, I have lost faith in every word that ever comes out of your mouth henceforward. Man, he's going to save GameStop. He's going to win me back. No, you're too, you're too no, far he's gone. He's going to win me back. No, he's not. He's going to win me back. So no, he's not. My, my, my sentiment is if he if he can't save the company, I wonder how much power he does have, you know, being on, on the board. But I would hope that he would uh, speak up and help do right by the people store level, you know, because um, they've been they've been like being treated like garbage. Like, I've, I know I've, I've heard stories like where there, you know, how they there's a GameStop on like every corner. They close one GameStop down the road and instead of paying them a severance package, they um because it would have been too much. They fired the uh, they cleared out the store that was down the road because they were like newer employees or whatever and um got the uh, the people at the store down the road. They got them into that store. Yeah, it's 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 horrible. So hopefully, 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 Reggie will have, be the conscience of that. You, you can't tell me a story right now about GameStop that makes that makes me go that that I'm shocked about. Okay, there it's a garbage company that I cannot believe even survived this generation of gaming. Let alone they're about to move into and 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 limp through the next generation. Right? They're gonna they're gonna make it through the next generation because the Xbox Series X and the PS5 are going to sell. It's like. 
I make shitty ass food, but you're starving to death, and I'm the closest restaurant to you. I'm gonna stay in business. That's how Panda Express stays in yeah, business. There you go. You're always there. There you go. <laughs> you could use that as an example. That's fine. It still makes perfect sense as to GameStop going. Well, isn't it nice to have a a, a local game store? Not when it's a leech sucking your life from you ever slowly, knowing it's going to make thousands and thousands and thousands of extra dollars off of you that none of the gaming industry that you care about ever sees again. That's that's the shitty part of this business model. That's why everyone fucking hates GameStop. Is their resell bullshit and all the way they've done it through the years has never paid back into the industry. The developer doesn't see it. The publisher doesn't see it. No one sees it. The guy that makes the trees that you're like, wow, that's the most realistic tree I've ever seen in a video game. He doesn't see it when they sell that game for the 17th time in a row to some you know kid that has bought it. And they've made, they could track and say, oh, on this copy of Skyrim, we've made $742 off this one copy of Skyrim because it's just circulated back through our, our environment that many times. That's not good. You know, I wish I had some sort of stupid comment to refute that but it's a really good point so <laughs> you're right it, it probably would be better for the game industry as a whole for the financial end of the people that put in the work to create the games to probably get more of that money there's no doubt about that yeah i don't know i i'm i'm really excited for this next generation because i as much as i've enjoyed collecting physical copies the fact that we are moving into a digital world and that it's becoming easier and easier to to gain access to games without having to go into a shitty store like that um, is a, is a is a bonus, and the fact that I can preload, you can go like you're saying. Hopefully, I can go home and preload this game that's going to be launching tomorrow, so I can just get home tomorrow and play. Yeah, you can't do that when you have to wait for the physical disc, put it in your system, and then download the game anyways. Yeah, because it's just and so I, I'm done. I'm done. And this announcement, I didn't know this happened. I was I was I had a lot of meetings today. I was busy. When you came with this t with this story, I thought you were lying to me. I thought this was a big <laughs> joke. And then when you threw the, the article at me, I'm like, why would he do this? Why? Why? So my, my last thoughts on, you know, Reggie and on GameStop, and it's something that I had never thought about until today's conversation. We've had 40 conversations about GameStop kind of sucking over the last six years or whatever. But this is the first time I've ever had this thought. I used to like going into GameStop. Because the brand presented value. And I have said for the last several years, the reason I don't go to GameStop anymore is because I don't see perceived value in what they offer as, an, as a company. Yeah. And the reason, the biggest reason for that is 10, 15 years ago. Let's go back 15 years ago. That would have been the last time I was frequenting GameStops. You know, the Wii generation, the 360 generation. Back then... If you wanted to buy a video game, it was typically $60. If you if you were a few years into the life cycle of the game system, you'd get greatest hits or you'd get value releases, that sort of stuff. That economic platform for gaming isn't the same anymore. I can log onto my system and for $6 to $15 get really good independent games. The ability to buy games that are at a value and high quality didn't exist 15, 20 years ago, I, where I, now it does. I would argue your point and say from a dollar, because you just bought, you just got Doom for how much? 
and you've enjoyed $1. it. A dollar fifty. I got Doom nineteen eighty three for a dollar fifty, and you've enjoyed it immensely. So there you go. Like it, it, like so. I agree with you. The like you didn't have an online game store when you were booting up your PS two. You know, like you yes, you needed a store at that point, but just like back in those days. There was a there was value to a store called Blockbuster or Family Video or whatever the one that you attended to. There was value to that, and that's gone. There was value to an extent for some of these music shops and things like that that have gone to the wayside. Whoa! Don't bring music shops into this. You don't know bring I'm right. music you shops know I'm into right. this. You're not. The, don't bring music shops into you this. You know I'm right. Don't you, man? You. People in your streaming just killed the music industry, but we're just right, go, we're and we're watching it happen again. Except here's the deal: you actually enjoyed your music shops. You actually enjoy, like, and there's still some. Like, go to for us. Uh, what's what's the one over there on Ford Road? Uh, <laughs> Man, Rock of Ages. Rock of Ages. Okay, that's still there. The, but all I'm saying is, like, I I used to enjoy going in and picking up the new album I wanted, whatever the new CD that I wanted, but. Like it's different now. Now it's like I you the content comes from so many areas. You'll be watching a video game um, award show, and a trailer, for a first a world premiere trailer will hit, and there'll be a song attached to that trailer, and you'll go, "What is that? What is that song right there? That was awesome. I want it." And nowadays you can hold your phone, let it listen to it. It'll tell you. You can jump over to whatever platform it is you listen to music, find that song, listen to it, enjoy it instantly. There is an advantage to that. I mean, how many times was it you heard something on a radio and you go, and you never, but at the end they didn't tell you what the name of the song was and you're like, shit, I, I need to figure that out. I need to figure that out. And you, you didn't have a way to do it. So like, that that's what I mean. Like, do I miss, do I miss the physical era? Sure. To an extent, but do I miss these companies that that just used the the, the the fact that we wanted these physical items to their advantage to rip us off over and over again? That's what I'm saying. Somehow, GameStop has managed to exist well beyond these all these the Sam Goodies and all these other companies that were like, you know, jacking up prices of CDs sometimes double what you could go get the CD somewhere else because they knew that they had a location advantage. Why inside of a mall or something like that. Yeah. Okay? I'm sick of that shit. And the, all, everybody else failed. Everybody else died off. And here we are in the gaming industry still sitting here being like, well, Reggie can save GameStop. Nobody wants GameStop <laughs> saved. Man, save and if yourself. you think you do, you're wrong. I'm sorry. And you can argue me all you want in the Discord. But we got to move on. Make GameStop great again. <laughs> All I can say with this is, Reggie, if you can redesign this company from the ground up and actually get people to buy into it, that is your only chance in hell because this dumpster fire is, it's done. It's been done. I, li I like, I like how, uh, how fired up you are today. Somebody asked if this tarnishes his uh, reputation. 100%. If he goes in here and tries to take the stage and tries to say stuff and and nothing comes from it, if if he if he talks shit for two years and then at the end he just goes back to Cornell and GameStop dies, then then you're right. All he did was collect money and he was just like, cool, all right, yeah. I'm good. See you later. Like that, yeah, a hundred percent. That tarnishes his name because he came from Nintendo where he brought Nintendo back and he came and, and he had many successes throughout the years with Nintendo and he came from you know other companies that you sit back and go okay you know what back if you if you go back the 17 years or whatever before Nintendo 
and you say, hmm, 17 years ago was VH1 relative, or, or, or was VH1, like, important in the industry? Yeah. Because yeah, I think it, Flavor of Love was on, like, 17 it, years ago. I'm just ago. saying, MTV was, a th- was, was pop- like, you think of, what, of, of, like, the impact that that company had. VH1, VH1 had impact. Pizza Hut was actually a dominant pizza company back then. You know, like, you think about these things. You're going to say Pizza Hut sold pizza back then. <laughs> no, they, but they were, like, a dominant go-to option. For sure. Nowadays, Pizza Hut's not what they used to be. Pizza used to be considered a premium brand, and now it's like, man, right. is this garbage? I'm not sure what I'm eating. But you go through this 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 history of of what he's touched, and you and you end it here at GameStop, and you go, uh oh, has a mistake finally been made? I and this will be my last re- remark. The GameStop's gonna die regardless of what Reggie does, as much as I've joked about him saving it here today. But if something happens in GameStop. That clearly seems customer friendly. That seems like like there's an attempt to actually care about the people that shop in your store. Like in a, I don't even know what could be real or measurable for me to go, wow, that's something where it seems like there's positive corporate change from a viewing us as being cash cows and actually thinking of us as the gamers, as people they want to service and care about. If there was something that happened at GameStop, I don't know. I would personally probably attribute to that that to him regardless, but yeah, I don't probably. think it's going to happen. <sighs> okay. Moving on. Topic number two. It finally happened. There was rumors everywhere. Everyone's been talking about it, but Call of Duty Warzone has officially been announced, and it drops... You're, well, if you're watching this live tomorrow, if you're listening to it, it's live today. Call of Duty Warzone is a free-to-play. Holy shit. Yep, that was oh, my eardrum. Man, that, that like, auto-played on us. I wasn't ready yeah. for that. You can turn it up a little bit more, can't you? Oh, is that how much <laughs> that was just That was just an ad. Oh. That was just oh. an ad in the browser. Call of Duty Warzone is a free-to-play battle royale. Like I said, launching tomorrow. This looks really cool, first of all, man. It looks awesome. Um, I mean, we, we've kind of gotten into this boat of like, okay, another Battle Royale. Like, every time that happens, we go, how how did that, um, you know, how's it going to be different? How's it going to be impactful? Uh, I think they might have they done it here, man. First of all, 150 people dropping in two game modes. Okay, so they're adding game modes, and the way they explain this, are they, I kind of feel like these game modes are happening in the same world at the same time. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if or that's are what they I actually separate. Uh, there was no, other than them saying that it was a huge map. There was nothing for me that made me think these are happening simultaneously okay. on the same map. Because right. one's, how would you be able to have a, like a, a a treasure like sort of loot capture stuff game happening at the same time as other people are playing a battle royal survival? Yeah, game? no, you got a good point. Yeah, um, so we got the two modes, 150 players, and uh, the game will be available on PS4, Xbox One, PC beginning Tuesday, March 10th, and yes, it is crossplay. So everybody, oh, yeah. it is. You'll be able to squad up with people from across the different consoles. So I'll be, you'll be able to jump on your PlayStation. I'll jump on Xbox, and we can still run as a squad. So super cool, keeping that, keeping the modern warfare style of uh, crossplay uh, alive and well with this new, with this new mode. Um, is a surprise release from the just like uh, you, as you said it, Apex Legends. It kind of reminded reminded mm-hmm. you of that. Um, 
However, it's not a complete surprise because of all the leaks and everything that's been going on. But uh, we finally have confirmation from EA, and um, and 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 we do know that this is indeed real. Uh, there's been a lot of like screenshots and all sorts of other things and people saying all this stuff, but it, nobody had spoken from the companies yet. Um, but the but this is more than a mode for modern warfare. It is free to play game that everyone can download. You do not need to have a copy of Modern Warfare to play it. Modern Warfare order, um, owners will be able to jump in earlier than others. Uh, Warzone will be available to download for Modern Warfare owners at 8 p.m. Uh, Pacific time on Tuesday, while everyone else will be able to grab it starting at 12 p.m. <laughs> Hot four hours. Come on. <laughs> now, first of all, I think your math is wrong here. Oh, you're saying it's, it's oh, not... No, no, no. You're right. You're right. No, no, because that'd be 12 a.m. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah, you're talking four hours. N no, it says 12 p.m. Pacific time, so that would be noon the next day. What? No. Huh? You keep talking. I'll do the math. Yeah, no, you're not. You're right. It's four hours. Oh, yeah. It is. Yeah. Okay. It's 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. Yeah, it's yeah, four, hours. four hours. Okay. I thought it was 8 p.m. To 12 p.m., no. which is... So anyways, there's a four-hour early access hours. for Modern Warfare players, and then everybody else will be able to jump in after that. Uh, Warfare Warzone features two modes, Battle Royale and Plunger. The former plays out similar, similar to other Battle Royale games. Players drop into an expansive map in squads of three... That's interesting. And compete to be the last team remaining. Uh, during the course of the match, a circle of deadly gas will close in, shrinking the battlefield. Uh, plunder, meanwhile, is a race to collect the most cash. You can earn money by looting, stealing it from other players, and compete in completing contracts, objectives that you can find and take on in the midst of the match. Activision says there are several different types of contracts. Scavenger contracts, for instance, task you to find an open uh, to find and open a series of supply boxes while recon contracts tasking you with securing a location, much like Call of Duty's domination mode. Uh, both of the Warzone modes take place across the same map. Of that, I think that's where I read it and, and yeah. thought weird, but it's the same map, which is called, uh, what is it, Vandesk? Vandasks? Vandask? Uh, which, which Activision describes as an expansive city with multiple name zones, well over 300 points of interest, and you'll be able to find five different vehicle types across the map, including ATVs, cargo trucks, hel and helicopters. Yeah, they're helicopters! Yeah, you can read... <laughs> yeah. Yes! Uh, if you already own Modern Warfare... Um, Warzone will replace the classified panel in the game menu that we've been staring at for a little while, and the download will weigh in around 18 to 22 gigabytes if you've installed Modern Warfare's most recent update. If you're a new player, Warzone can be downloaded directly from your console digital store and will be much larger, taking up between 83 and 101 gig. So... The big thing here that you're, what we're seeing is it looks like what they're, gonna, what they're trying to leverage here is if you already have... War Modern Warfare, it's 18 to 22 gigabytes. If you don't, it's 83 to 101 gigabytes, which means it's loading the full Modern Warfare game in. And I bet you anything, it's going to be, there's going to be a lot of options of like, hey, buy the rest of Modern Warfare while you're here. Oh, for hey, sure. Hey, buy the rest of Modern Warfare. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, this looks really cool. It's been a while since I've had to say something about 
um, a battle royale, other than like what Fortnite did when they went into Chapter Two, I thought it was you know got my interest back, and I and I stuck around for a season and then kind of faded out again. But this Modern Warfare is a game that I actually have never really played a ton of. I own it, but I've never played a ton of it because the the st- the modes that are there right now just don't, they don't interest me a lot. It's, it's more of a camping style game, and it's okay. It's fun to an extent with friends, but it's just not my style. Because am am I correct? You played. Was the last one uh, Black Ops, Black Ops 4. Four? You really liked that blackout yeah. mode, which is the battle royale that was yeah. in that game, and you had a lot That's of fun. That's why with I that. bought it. I literally yeah. bought that game for that mode, and then I expanded out and played other modes. But I primarily was there for blackout mode. So this is that is is a new version, um, and it sounds really cool. The 150 people is something new. We've never we've never you know dropped that many people into battle royale, at least the ones I've tried, and. Um, the things we saw in the trailer were insane where someone in a helicopter can fly by a building and the and kill people with the propellers of the helicopter dude if you haven't watched the trailer yet and you're listening to the audio podcast take a quick pause go watch the trailer and then you'll understand why i'm all hyped up not a call of duty player i would say i've played call of duty for maybe 90 minutes of my life i've like i barely ever played it's always like my buddy's like hey I got a Call of Duty. Want to play split screen? I guess. Like, that's my Call of Duty experience. But watching this trailer, if the actual gameplay ends up being anything like what they showed in the trailer, I'm in. Because they show people, like, running off a rooftop and someone swiping in with a helicopter and just chopping their legs off, like, and just eating people up. There's an Indiana Jones-like scene where a dude boots another dude into the, the blades of a plane. There... It, it looks like it's total insanity. So it's it's Call of Duty turned up to eleven. Uh, and what I, I said to to Grim earlier when we were prepping for the show, if you showed me this and told me that this was like a trailer for a Far Cry game, I believe you because it was so over the top and crazy. And that's one of the reasons Call of Duty as a franchise hasn't ever appealed a ton to me because it is a lot of times a Twitch based war shooter. But if this does have some of the ridiculousness they showed off in the trailer. I could be in. And I think that's why Blackout was more, I enjoyed it. It was, it was more ridiculous. Yeah. It, it did feel more, you know, Far Cry. But this one here, like you said, all that happening. Uh, and there was something else I saw that happened in the trailer that, like, I've always yelled about in many battle royales. Here I am jumping off the plane. And I got to get to the oh, ground before yeah. I can do anything. I got to get to the ground before I can do anything. And then you see this person that's, like, on top of a building just kind of like, you know, camping and you see someone come in with a parachute and just kick them off the side of the building and i'm like oh my god this is um that's amazing you know like and then like the finishing moves looked really cool you were you you got kicked back into like an indiana jones feel yeah and someone kicked someone into a helicopter propeller like i'm assuming that's like a finishing move type deal you sneak up on someone and you're able to like execute it um you know something like that but it looks like a lot of fun they they are able to build off of a um build off of what they did with blackout and just try and i know these are different developers here yeah but still like like as a franchise they can look at that and say that worked why and so i see some of that in this but i also see a lot of new stuff and it excites me and the map looks impressive the map looks really this game is pretty okay like that's the thing i bought the game when it was on sale because i the the realism of the game was pretty was was crazy yeah and so the fact that it's that's taking that seems to be carrying over 
into um, the the battle royale mode or war zone, whatever whatever you want to call it here, and at, at this type of scale, that's really impressive. Now, the next piece that is really important is the respawn. Yeah. Because this is another thing that they decided to take something that is so Call of Duty. It is so in the DNA of Call of Duty. 1v1 me, bro. Yeah. It's a thing now, folks. When you die in this game, you are put into a match against one other person. And the winner of that match gets to come back into the game. That's sweet. It is a really cool idea. I like this because I don't want some, you know, kid to come into my stream and be like, "Want me, want me, bro? I'm good. I never fall. I never do that. That's not my thing." But I like the I like competition and the way that you've worked now. This this, you know, one v ones, two v twos have been very popular in Call of Duty and and uh, especially in Modern Warfare. Now you've worked it into the respawn faction or action of the game. Now there's some cool things here. If your other team members are uh, have died in the game, they are literally in that arena with you, up on like like a like a almost like a um, stand, mm-hmm. watch and they get to watch you fight. Yeah. And um, but at the same time, if you have teammates that are still in the game and you lose. They still have the ability to respawn you if they have enough resources to respawn you. And the comment I saw in the article was, um, death is expensive. So it doesn't sound like like you can win your match and get back into the game. If you don't win your match, you can still get into the game, but it's going to cost your team a lot in order to get you back in. So um, I thought that was one of the most unique mechanics that they could build into a game that also just screams Call of Duty. And I like that. So to me, as much as I'm not a 1v1 guy, I can't wait for my first time to try that out. And I'll probably lose horribly, but it's still I still think it's a really cool idea. Yeah, I'm 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 actually excited about this, you know, for someone who's not a fan of the series, they've put out something that has me engaged and interested. And I know every time a new f- hot free game comes out you hear me go yeah i'll probably try it and then i play three games i never touch it again uh that could be the case here but just for the fact that call of duty a series that i don't play has me excited about something involving their brand they're they successfully put out a trailer today and they're putting out a free game that i'll at least download so those are steps that uh that they're taking as a brand that they're going to acquire new fans through that and again there there is the tactic of i'm installing this hundred gigabyte game if if there's a sale or something, maybe I will go ahead and buy mm-hmm. Call of Duty and play it. It, it could get me into it. It's it's a gateway thing. So yeah, uh, I, I see this as a big positive for uh, for Activision, uh, and we'll go from there. I think in closing, your point is super good. Is that here's a game or here's a Call of Duty in its core, Modern Warfare in its core. You would have never bought. Yet here you are going to download this. That speaks a lot for someone like me. I I own the game. Yes, of course I'm going to try this out. I I have a history of playing more recent Call of Duties. I'm going to I'm going to, you know, um continue to try out these new things that they do. But this one still excites me. But what it's done to you speaks words of how good of a job Activision has done here. I think Miggy needs to get brought into this as a last comment too because he's someone who also is an owner of the game, but I think you've played it what once. 
Yeah, once the rage uh, <laughs> kept me from coming back. Right, one time, and then, but but but, what do you think of this announcement? Yeah, at first I said, you know, you guys got me in for a match, <laughs> but after watching that trailer, you know, it got me so pumped up. I said, okay, you guys got me for two matches. I got two matches. But I, I get on with the boys, with the boys. You know, if we yeah. streaming this tomorrow, I go home and download it too. You I know? think that's what's probably going to happen. Oh, assuming the assuming the servers are going to, uh, you know, not crash horribly tomorrow because i can imagine they will didn't mm -hmm. apex have a few server problems on its first day yeah i can imagine this might be a mess tomorrow i would like to try it but i i'm, I'm already kind of reserving myself that that we're not going to have success with this but i'm down to try so let's, let's do this yeah all right well that's uh let us know what you think you, are you excited about call of duty Warzone? um are you going to give it a try is this is this something that's gonna make you maybe buy the full game? Like, what is what are your thoughts on this uh, announcement? Uh, you can hit us in the Discord and let us know in the uh, gaming general channel. All right. So moving on uh, in our news today, we are gonna hit a few quick news stories. Quickies. Uh, little, little quickies. Uh, things got a little bit dicey that. when our man Miggy here was searching uh, for images by googling. Yeah, show what, show what you got when you when you Google just the word quickies. Yeah, just um, Google quickies. I like this show. <laughs> you, oh, you don't want to get banned. Got it. Just, got just it. don't okay. Google it on the work computer. Got it. Yeah, no work computers, please. We don't want you losing your job because of us. All right, first little quickie is for Grim and Grim only. Get out of here. There's more than Grim that is excited about Grim this. Grim and three other nerds that have Thank been waiting you. 15 years for this game. Thank you. Fantasy Star Online 2. Woo! Open beta. We yes. officially have the date for the open beta. As you know, Grim was part of the closed beta because uh, he just had to send them a picture of his Fantasy Star Online tattoo. And they're like, cool, man. You can get any beta you want. Uh, <laughs> the open beta. We're not going to talk about where it's located. <laughs> the open beta on the Xbox One will be March 17th, uh, and it will require a 75 gig install uh, according to, uh, to the subscription, and you'll have to be a gold player. But you'll be able to make that download on uh, the 16th. The 17th, you say? Yeah. It's a Tuesday. That's when it opens up, man. It's a stream night. Does it stay open or is it just open for one day? The, has announced the upcoming beta will be will be on March seventeenth. Let me click into the official announcement and see if there's anything more than it's going to be one day. Uh, it's, the time is finally here. Fantasy Star Online open beta test starts next week, March seventeenth. Says it starts five p.m. Pacific time. It doesn't say when it ends. Hmm. TBD. Hmm. Okay. So I guess you better just play well, all I, day yeah, on the 17th and hope I know, it stays open. Yeah, because the closed beta was very limited, too, and they actually ended up opening it for a, di a different day or an extra day, but it was really only open for, like, a day and a half or, like, two days. So they got, they, Again, they got all six people that want to play the game uh, in. So. Yeah, I mean, if I get to get get on and, and play some more, I, I'm good. And and in Mixer, Sneezy Attic says it's, uh, it's his birthday, so he's really excited because he is a, a Fantasy Star Online 2 fan. Nice. That's seven. Sneezy Attic already said he play play with me. There you go. Yeah. You got a squad. Squad's building. Getting Grim Squad now. Get in the Discord. Squad up. I'll, I'll be there if you want to. You just hit me up. <laughs> uh, a, a, a game franchise that you, I, and at least th at least thirty other people like. Probably. I think I think many people have played. Well, many people our age have played this game. 
Absolutely. Uh, it was announced earlier today that Team 17 uh, will be putting out a new Worms game in 2020. I'm giving the horns for Worms. If you've never played a Worms game, they are tremendously fun. Uh, you, it's a, it's a tactical strategy side view where you play as worms and you shoot weapons at each other and kill each other. Yeah, it's a turn-based it's, it's a turn, tactical yeah. 2D war game with worms. Yeah, it's super fun and they're silly. Everything's really tongue-in-cheek and uh, worms. Is, there's worms games on the Switch, on PS4, Xbox. If they, you can play a worms game on any system, pretty much that's been made in the last 20 years. Yeah, Team Seventeen is a group that you know we've we've talked to plenty at uh, PAX conventions. They're kind of this. They're a, they're a company that like is a platform for smaller like smaller indie companies to to um, pr- publish their games through. Mm-hmm. So like the problem that I have with Team Seventeen right now is that the only thing I can think of when I think of that name is ukulele and and the disappointment that that game was. Uh, to me now they've they've got since then tried to clean that up but i mean i played it initially and it just wasn't it just wasn't what they pro- what it was promised so yeah. i don't want that to be worms too like because worms has like we've talked about worms we're like why haven't they re-released worms are you taking my words out of context over there miggy we've talked about the video game worms miggy and how it would be awesome on a switch because we could do local local wan like parties mm-hmm. of of you know you could have multi, like four teams we just don't know how worms wasn't a, like a release window yeah. title on switch because it would have you, demonstrated everything that's great about yeah the switch. you think about how how you can play games with the switch like how we used to or not how we used to how we do at lunch and obviously online capability would be cool too because it's not a game that, that you have to worry too much about like um, online performance. Yeah. You know? Whatever the latest Worms game is, it did hit Switch it like did. two years after the Switch came. It was like yeah. a year ago. And I was like, man, this would have been real. Like, I would have bought this. We thought about it, but it was like year. full price at the time. It, yeah, it was probably $30 or $40. Yeah. And that's the tough thing. Love Worms because there's so many versions that have been available for so long. If this comes out at a high price tag, it would be tough to buy. Uh, so hopefully it comes out at a nice, affordable price. Uh, but yeah. I could see both of us. Uh, Playing some worms in the in the lunchroom at work. The video it's, game worms, eating worms, <sighs> sniffing worms. Can I say any other weird things to make Mickey laugh? What a time to be alive! What Coronavirus and uh and worms. You yeah, know. you know. Just please don't use uh, tongue in cheek in this health climate, though. I uh. Have you ever played the video game worms? No, it never. You never to me. played a single ver. Uh, never. No. This is gonna feed into our uh, our discussion topic this week. I think so. <laughs> Uh, and la- the last little quickie that we have here, uh, Fortnite Legacy Controls will be leaving the game next week. On March 13th, you will no longer be able to set your uh, Xbox play- or PlayStation controls to use Legacy Controls. Now, Grim, you said that involves uh, auto, auto-aim, auto right? Or the aim, aim assist. assist. Yeah, yeah. The, so the aim assist will be removed from the game at that point. And uh, Epic came around and was saying a lot of things about how that they initially put that into the game when they kind of first started the cross-play functionality of Fortnite to try to create an even playing field, right? And so um, looking at the fact that keyboard and mouse did have an advantage, they needed to give somewhat of an assist to controller players, and so you know that's how it all kind of started. But since then, things have gotten so much better with the game that now the aim assist has actually created an unfair balance where the controller 
players are actually ha- have an advantage over the keyboard and mouse Jeez. is what they're saying. Now, mind you, if you're watching a ninja or, or, or a top-tier Fortnite player, they're, they, they will complain about it, but they still dominate because they're, the be- they're some of the best players in the world. Yeah. But when you go and you start to look at like just the middle-of-the-road players that are just trying to have fun with a game, that's where this is pr- really pr- becoming a major problem in the sense and and kind of turning people away from the game until it's fixed because they don't want like like yeah it's easy to say oh well they have a huge advantage i'm going to grab a controller and i'm going to play that way but if you want to be a mouse keyboard player you're just at this it's just not it just isn't a good balance right now so i think them getting rid of it as long as it doesn't create uh, a huge disadvantage going the other way now you know that and that time time will tell once they've officially removed it and then all of a sudden you're going to have the same problem just on the other side. I don't know. I um, I've been hearing about it, and I've actually heard some of my friends that have been, that switched playing Fortnite on PC with a controller just to gain the extra aim assist advantages uh, by using controller with the PC, and just and and having a lot of success doing so. And I was like, that's eh, kind of cheap. Like that was, that was my that was my thought in my head. I was like, eh. That's kind of like lame. I, I you know if I'm gonna play on PC, it's because I like I'm in my head. I'm like I want to play on PC with my keyboard mouse. Yeah, I probably just uninstall Fortnite because that aim assist is the only way I ever got kills. So <laughs> I think my Fortnite career. Yeah, we got Warzone uh, anyways now. Yeah, Warzone, and honestly, I don't remember the name. There is a new free to play Call of Duty esque shooter on Switch. It's called like. Not War, War Frank. It's Warface. Warface, yeah. Isn't it? I think I think I yeah. And I was at least looking at that like, I don't know, I might download that and see what that's I, like. I thought about it too, yeah. Um all right. Well, that was our attack on the news this week. So for all those topics and more getting the Discord, uh, we'll have the discussion there. And of course, stop by gamezillamedia.com for all your your gamezilla goodness. But it is time to get into our gamezilla discussion topic of the week. And um, I need I need to get music for this. We gotta figure something out. It's gotta have a. You're the producer. I know, man. man. I gotta I could bring the hype in, but I don't know the hype. The hype. I don't think it cultivates a nice, calm conversation. All right, fine. I'll give it to you. I'm a Barbie girl. Oh, sorry. No, I'm just kidding. You right, you right. That's my track. Uh, so this week our discussion topic is uh, sort of related around the fact that um, I don't know. It seems like everyone in our Discord, especially like I spend a lot of time in the Nintendo channel, is really excited about Animal Crossing, and I just don't get it. So what game or game series does everyone love that leaves you feeling left out? I have so many. I mm. really do. It, like when you think about all the games I play and all the games I own. Yeah. And the list I'm about to give you, you're going to be like, holy shit. So should I start? Yeah. Or Because or, if you have one, maybe you get out of the way so I don't steal it. No, because... you, you go ahead and go. <laughs> okay. We're going to start with Minecraft. I've never felt left out because I've never wanted to be there. Yeah, but 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 the, <laughs> de- the deal is, is that I felt left out because I look at gaming from a like from a cultural standpoint is that and and I believe I understand the culture of gaming very well. Not saying I understand it all, but I, I do understand it well. And so Minecraft has been such a staple in the game industry that and I just don't get it. I just I, I've tried and I just don't get it. And to me though, I feel left out because I look at it and I go, 
there's certain aspects of this that I feel like my my addictive tendencies should latch onto it and just go, but they don't, and I and I don't I don't get it. So there's that one. Another one, Grand Theft Auto, Grand Theft Auto Five, to be exact. But I've never really played a Grand Theft Auto game. Period. But Grand Theft Auto Five. I mean, look at the world that's been created because of Grand Theft Auto. It's a, it's it's I, I believe it's actually the most successful game right now, it, it, like uh, revenue wise. Period. You have to play it. Yeah. I, right. I know you've played it, and so like the online aspect, just the story mode aspect, everything about it. Never played it. Don't 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 know really anything about it other than the few little pieces of like uh, streaming content I've watched. Um, and it's nothing like it's a game where like yeah, I probably would enjoy it, but for some reason I just never. Never did. Um, same, I mean, rock, this is rock. We're going down a rock star like um, story here, but Red Dead Redemption would be the same thing. Um, the Last of Us, yeah, sort ne- of left on the outside. I, I, of that li- one. I literally played like the first twenty minutes of it. Never went back to it. Wow. No reason why. I just didn't. Yeah. So like all these people are like uh, Uncharted. Never played an Uncharted game. Wow. That's a that's a good one. Yeah, to, be, ne- never. to feel kind of. I played Uncharted: Golden Abyss on the Vita for ten minutes, and I was told that's the that's why. And then I said, "Wow, Uncharted sucks." And then they're like, "Well, that's not Uncharted." I was like, "Nope, I'm done. I'm out." Like, <laughs> see ya. <laughs> you kind of might have the same feeling with the first Uncharted. Um, yeah, I don't know. So, but you know, there's there's again, there's so many of these where I'm just like, wow. Um, you know, and, and then at the same time, I I go well. They go well. When this was out, what were you playing? You know, it's like Metal Gear. Mm-hmm. Besides that demo that came out, the Ground Zero or whatever it was, that was the de- like it was like a little technical demo. Oh yeah, you used to before, like Metal Gear, man. Before five came out, yeah. So I played that demo and I was like, ooh, I'm ready for five. Yeah, I'm excited. I had never played a Metal Gear game before that. Yeah. And I never played five. Yeah, wow. you were real hyped for a minute about Metal Gear. <laughs> yeah, because and back when Metal Gear, like you know, two or whatever was out, I was a Splinter Cell guy. Yeah. So I, I and so I'd like for me, it's like I played like one, I'd play like one mission of Metal Gear, and I'm like, no, this isn't for me. I'm yeah. I, I'm a Sam Fisher guy, and so there's like when people want to talk about the Konami effect, right? The Konami world, this Konami thing, why it's so important. Cause it's Konami. I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it. Cause I don't have that. I don't have any experience other than what is it? Boktai? Is that what we, uh, Miggy, the, the weird GBA game where you have to capture solar light from. Oh, that was Kojima specifically. Yeah, I know exactly. That's what I mean. That's the only Kojima game I've actually played. And it was some weird little GBA game where you were like fighting vampires and you had a solar gun and you had to charge it up with actual sunlight. Yeah. AKA great way to convince kids to get outside. Gotta get that vitamin D. You don't want rickets. Yep. Miggy, what about you? What uh what couple games leaves you feeling left out? League of Legends. Uh I don't know, just something about like, you know, when you when you get it see see, you know, a group of your friends or a bunch of people just getting into it and you try and try and you just can't quite grasp it. I mean, it's like you want to. You love all the characters and everything. Like I've, that's I've, what it is. I've yes. loved, I've loved all the characters. I've you know done research. Jinx is my Jinx is my favorite character. I actually dropped money and spent it, but I just can't get into it. I mean, yeah. I don't know why. Um, the Destiny, like you know, there's there's we've got the community in the group. I mean, it's not still, anymore, but yeah, well, we, yeah. One, one time we did. <laughs> but uh, I couldn't get into it at that time. Like I I I think because the first one burned me so bad. Like I the repetition. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. And I wanted to try and play with the, with the guys. Couldn't do it. 
And um, there was another one. There was another one that was on my list that I just couldn't um, just just felt left out. Oh, Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a I'm I'm an OG guy. You know, I get I understand the kinds of Pokemon. I love Pokemon. I was we could say my first RPG getting you know getting into. I mean, I just like I see the new Pokemon, you know, Sword and Shield, and I just look at it and go, eh. You know, it's it's like, you know, if I maybe if I had a switch, I, I probably would get into it. But I mean, it just doesn't excite me. It doesn't say, oh, I got to go grab it. I got to go grab it. You know, like I, I mean, it, it didn't grab Grim. The last like three Pokemon games, Grim's tried and I'm just them all. It, and just hasn't hasn't it hasn't stuck. He's got five hours into the game and just it just didn't grab him the way Pokemon games used to yeah. with with I think with the new Pokemon games, if you're an adult that that plays Pokemon, I think you have to really like it because the quality of the games, the challenge, yeah. the games used to be hard. They're not. Yep. I think you really have to love, really love just the the capturing and and the playing, uh, you know, and the breeding. You have to love those things to play it as an adult because I just don't think they're the story is quite as good and the actual campaign is as uh, difficult yeah. and challenging. It's just it's a little too easy, and I think that does drive away a lot of adult players. And that sounds like another another conversation that uh that, that we we could have. But yeah, yeah, I think I think that's one. I think following it, yeah, they made a lot of things easy. They made it accessible, and maybe maybe that's why it didn't. Uh, I mean, it didn't appeal to me because I missed that challenge. You had to have like you know when you were going to fight the elite four, you had to pick carefully balance out your squad of six Pokemon with the right HMs and you know, with the right HMs so you can travel up to the elite four. And now they made it so you can just get on any Pokemon. Pokemon, you have another Pokemon, I believe, to like to get you there. And you don't have to worry about sacrificing a, a Pokemon with an HM or whatever. Yeah, but. you can just go in and throat kick the Elite Four if you <laughs> if you've even tried it all during the game. The, <laughs> there were two battles in all of the all of the latest game that gave me any sort of challenge. The last gym leader was a little bit of a challenge, and then the final person of like the the Elite Four was also a challenge. But everything else was just me just massacring the game. Um, but again, it, that's what we talk about. That, that's what's been a turnoff for you and left you kind of feeling on the outside because uh, you're not you're not willing to l- overlook those flaws in the the current games to get into it and be part of the community. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting too. Like uh, like League of Legends is a great example. A good answer for you is that my wife actually loves the characters of League of Legends and, and just doesn't care about the game, and that's why it's interesting. Oh, because like, it's not fun. Right, exactly. Music is great, though. <laughs> but Music's when, really good. League but, has really good yeah, music. Yeah, but when you think about the fact that they've announced an, an RPG, an mm-hmm. MMORPG around the world, like that would be the thing that I think grabs Miggy, that grabs my yep. wife, that gra- and all of a sudden brings them into a world that they already are interested in because the characters are interesting. The worlds are interesting. When they drop that fighting game, they're that's just, what's going to get yeah, me. They're just, not a MOBA, they're just not a MOBA fan because there really is no such thing as a MOBA fan. It's just people that like to abuse themselves. <laughs> and each other. Masochists. So, but yeah, what about you, Deadite? Uh, the, the, couple, the couple I have before we tie this up, uh, honestly, just... Battle Royales in general. I was hyped up for Apex. I downloaded it. I played it like three times. I just I didn't find it that fun. I never played PUBG. I've maybe played three hours of Fortnite. Do you think that's probably close to right? I've, if I've played Fortnite, it's actually pretty exclusively been with you. Yeah. So, uh, and I've had the last time you got me to play a little bit of Fortnite was the only time I ever remember having a remote amount of fun with it. And it's just because like we the, won. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, did. We yeah. did some winning. Uh, <laughs> and. Uh, it's just it's a genre and it's a style of game that I just don't necessarily enjoy and that's everyone else getting all hyped up about it. I've kind of been like, yeah, it's not really for me. You know, again, 
20 minutes ago, I was losing my mind because this Call of Duty game looks good. I'm at least going to try it, but I think it, it is could, going to... I it think it's going to the same way, yeah. I think it's going to suffer the same fate because I, the style of game I don't really care for. But, the, you know, that's... So it's easy for me to pick a genre that everyone enjoys that I don't really get into. I could... Again, I could do the same thing with JRPGs. There's a lot of stuff that, you know, just doesn't fit for me. But there's two specific games, and it's... The reasons are very... Uh, the, re, the one reason is super obvious. Uh, and Halo... I've played some Halo with you. I own Halo 2 on the original Xbox. I've never played it. Like, played a little bit of Halo 2 back when it, like, was at end of life into Halo 3 when you and I first became friends. We played, like, split-screen Halo on the Xbox 360. That was you coming over to play on my system, though. Yes. Because, I mean, one thing to consider is you've never really owned an Xbox Correct. in its current generation. Absolutely. I've never I've never had Halo in front of me. That's been something I've like, I was like, oh, the story's amazing, or this and that. We're going to change that, yeah. though, with the Series X. And I'm, I've always been like, the gameplay's good. Like, the gunplay's good. Oh, like, yeah. I, the little bit of Halo I've played I've enjoyed, but I can't ever say I'm a, a fan or, like, feel the excitement that other people do. And the other game, this is the one, this is the one where I absolutely feel like I'm missing out, and I've played 20 minutes of in my, of in my life, and that's Gears. I Gears. know I would love Gears. Mm -hmm. I, I love I'd love the brutality. I'd love the intensity. I'd love the story. I'd love the characters. I think I would love everything about Gears of War. I think I'd be right there with you and Xander and the other guys in our community that just are obsessed with that game. I just I've since I've never been an Xbox guy. I've never I played a little bit of like Horde mode with a buddy one time split screen. You should we, try Gears Pop. We I'm not no, first, don't do that. I'm it's not, not, it's I'm not a Gears, mobile game. Yeah, you, not are you Gears playing game. Gears Pop after you dogged it in the yeah. in the <laughs> yeah, Discord? They got me. Oh, they got, got me. you. Okay. <laughs> but so we're gonna fix that with the Xbox Series X okay. when we give when we gift you an X and then we're we're gonna get you on the Halo at launch yeah. and then you and I'll start playing Gears and and we'll get you acclimated with Xbox. But yeah, I think it's interesting. Those are really good choices, but you also have a really good reason as to why they weren't relevant to you and and why they truly felt like you were left out. Yeah. It's because it was just a platform that you weren't weren't on. Yeah, and back. During those times, we don't have the ability where it's like, well, do you have PC? Cool. Then just get the Game Pass, put ga Gears on there. I'll drop on my Xbox. We'll play together. Yeah. We didn't have that. So you had, you know, again, when the walls were built up by all these companies, you, you know, you were a PlayStation or Nintendo and, and you didn't get to, you know, experience that. So, um, yeah, those are really good answers, though. And, and I think, I think you're right, though. I think you'd be a Gears guy, even over Halo. Um, more so like Halo's fun and like you said you liked the mechanics but back then the Halo that you were playing was Bungie yeah exactly it was Destiny you, know, you translated you know. into Destiny very well yeah. because it was the same thing so do we want to ask uh, our, our guest here that's standing here what, yeah, what yeah. maybe uh, her answer would be Jade get in here so here's the you know, uh, slide in by Miggy there yeah, slide right in there. by Miggy uh, use his mic oh actually let me just unmute the fourth mic have a, have a seat Jade um so the, the, the topic that we're discussing here right now is what video game or video game series have you kind of been left out of? You know, like it didn't play and you, it's caused you to, to feel left out. Like I brought up just now, you heard Halo Gears because I'm not an Xbox guy. I've always been on the outside uh, looking in on everyone else's excitement around those games. There's something that like, still it, it hurts you in the heart, you know. Maybe like Bioshock. Yeah, oh, that's a, that's a really go. good answer. Okay. Or um, any of the like Souls games because I've tried oh, them one, and yeah. they're just stupid hard yeah. right. and I didn't have fun. 
but I know a lot of people really like them. Bioshock is an interesting one because knowing that you're a f- like what other games that you're a fan of because you are a story driven gamer mm-hmm. and you like you know you like your you know your in depth story arcs character progression all that stuff which I think Bioshock is you know it's what it's famous for so that's a good answer yeah I said things like um, like Uncharted for example never played Uncharted never played uh, Grand Theft Auto never played you know these games that like clearly had a big impact that I've watched and I've seen, but for some reason I've never even uh, tried. False. We played Uncharted. Mm. I barely played Uncharted. What did you say? On the Vita? No. That, that was what I admitted was the Vita. We played like a level together. Yeah, oh, yeah that doesn't count. Like, like, like I played some Halo in yeah, some yeah. gears, but yeah. like maybe an yeah. hour total of each. Yeah, but like people live and die. Like people will say, like Sneezy Attic in Mixer right now literally says, I bought a PlayStation because of Naughty Dog. And I don't understand. I don't understand what, why people care about Naughty Dog. Because I literally have never experienced a Naughty Dog game through its entirety. I never played, never finished Last of Us, barely played Uncharted. I couldn't get into Last of Us. And I know a lot of people really like it. And I, once you get to the, the clickers, yeah, game over. Clickers are too scary. <laughs> they're too scary and they're too hard. Your mic's acting haunted, so I think we're going to have to wrap this segment haunted. up. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for your answers, though. <clears throat> All right. We would love for you to continue this conversation in the GameZilla channel, in the GameZilla Media Discord. So please join us there. Tell us what games you feel have l- you've been left out of. And uh, if they're games I like, I will ridicule you and make you feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> that, that sounds like a horrible he will. idea. He will. Yep, for sure. For sure. Like, if you come in like, yeah, I've never played Roller Coaster Tycoon, I will probably... Uh, just send a jar of urine to your house. Um, that's what that was. <laughs> yeah, that's what that is. Uh, so that is that. Let's do a brief Zilla update with our gaming moments of the week because we are running a little bit long because we've had a lot to talk about here today. Yeah. Well, I had to yell a lot about Reggie. Yeah, and I had to provoke Did you him. hear this shit? No. Reggie joined GameStop. <laughs> I see? like her shrug. Did you see her like answer? Her she goes, why? Exactly. That's what I'd like to know. Anyways, gaming moment of the week. Dead Eye, take it away. I'll do it. So, uh, again, I was I was a heartbroken person Friday night after finding out my cruise was canceled and I won't be going to Italy and I wanted to cry. And the next day, the boys rallied around me and I hung out with uh, with some of our friends, Testonomics, Five Mile Rick, Sci-Fi AJ, and the Doge Lord. And we did what would most at- adequately distract me from life. We did... My favorite thing, couch co-op gaming. Just a bunch of dudes sitting around TV playing playing games like it's 1997. And it all started because our man Rick was like, hey, I downloaded this game, Towerfall. I don't, oh, know, nice. anything, I don't know anything about it. Is it any good? And I looked at him, I was like, it may be my favorite indie game. It, it might be. I'd, I'd really have to think about that. I don't know if there's an indie game I like more than Towerfall. And uh, that turned into two and a half hours of five-player battle mode, just killing each other with with arrows. If you've never played Towerfall, I think I bring it up probably once every three or four months. You got to download that game. It's available on, I think, any of the modern platforms. It's for sure on Switch and PlayStation. Uh, Mickey, go ahead. Give give me a moment of the week. Dang. I think I'd be ready for this every week, but um, I'd probably say- You had time to prepare. Minecraft. Um, the fun thing was just getting getting back into Minecraft uh, um, with with our boy Owl uh, Zero. Uh, we we uh, wiped our wiped our realm and started back in again, and we're going in with the focused um, 
a a new focus for uh, for streaming it and um uh and i and i think it i think it really clicked like i've been into minecraft the whole time and it really clicked um me trying to make uh whew, sneeze um trying yeah, to make uh like a hidden room um trying to figure out how the whole red uh the redstone works you know the electric electrical system so um it's it's i feel really feel really smart figuring things out making it work so cool i heard i heard smart. that jade wanted to have a gaming moment of the week so i i think i started it and finished um everybody's gone to the rapture you did Ooh, yeah what was that dark yeah, <laughs> I kept watch, turning over and being like, this looks really sad. And she's like, oh, it's dark. Yeah, like, so each, there's like each area and you're in like this English countryside, which is beautiful. And I'm like, I want to move here right away because it's awesome. Except everyone's dead. Except everyone's gone. Perfect. And you like explore the story through like flash of light memories. Like it's like they left behind kind of their essence. Mm. Um, and like each area is like a different person's story that all tied together of what happened. And I'm still not even really sure what happened. I kind of want to play it again um, to like go back through the early stories after yeah. seeing the end one. But it was really good. How long of a game was that? Yeah, it wasn't bad. If you're not a completionist like me, maybe like four hours. Okay. That's yeah. really good. That's a, a really nice little compact story. You can do that in an evening. That's really cool. Yeah. But even as a completionist, you put 10 hours into it. Yeah, maybe because I was going through trying to find all the collectibles. Yeah. Um, Is it a walking zone? Yeah, basically. Okay. You can interact with a couple things. Um, but yeah. Cool. Basically. But yeah, well, congrats. Really you should hop in the Discord and go to the achievements section and say, I beat this game. Go me. Go I me. Did. I didn't platinum it, though. Oh, well. Because I missed some of the stuff. Never mind. You're garbage. But I could go back and do it. You should. Yep. All right. Well, thanks for sharing. Yep. Uh, my gaming moment of the week. I'm I'm struggling a little bit to think about this mainly because uh, ours happened. My gaming moment of the week kind of happened after the show last week. Yeah. Because the announcement that happened at the show after the show last week. So that was post show. So anyone who listens to the audio show doesn't know about yeah. the announcement. It's another reason why joining us on Mixer.com/slash/GamesLamia Monday nights is a bonus because you get that extra the extra goodness and so um once again the community around forza has really treated me well and a uh, good a friend that i have made through this uh ghost walker 2552 is, is that full name that full name for if you want to find them on uh, on xbox is uh, in real life works on cars and they do all this custom work you know to cars we joke about like pimp my ride and all this type of stuff like that's what they do they do real high level customizing of uh, cars well weeks ago they uh ghostwalker presented us with more than weeks ago month like maybe a couple months ago yeah uh presented us with a in in-game design of a ford raptor that was done up as gamezilla it was cool it had the gamezilla artwork all over it it was really cool and uh, we showed it off on the show. Well, last week after the show, I received a message that they had some cool news for GameZilla, and that was that a 2020 Raptor, Ford Raptor, had been purchased, and that they were going to turn it into the GameZilla Raptor that was in the, the design of in, in, inside the game of Forza. And I didn't understand it at first, so I was like, oh, cool, they're going to add a 2020 Raptor to Forza and you're going to design it for us? That's neat. And then he responds with, no, in real life. And that's about when the poop fell out of my butt and I just was like, wait, what? 
And so, yeah, um, we've been, you know, we've been talking almost daily about things and, and, uh, you know, it's just been, it's honestly been like a dream come true. It's like, it's, it's, it's hard to fully fathom, but, um, but ghost is been, been talking with us about it and kind of, you know, kind of planning things out and how, how it's all going to go down, but we'll, we'll keep people posted when we're, when we're getting close to, uh, taking a trip to see the vehicle and uh, get some photos and some video and do all sorts of cool fun stuff with it but yeah it's insane it's um yeah i i i, I get i become like lost for words when we talk about this particular thing because in my world and the, with the, with what i've experienced in life this is just this isn't this is unbelievable so um, you know, and we'll, I'll, I'll process it better and I'll get some better thoughts of it as time goes on. But I just wanted to say, I'm super thankful. Ghost is an amazing person that I've, I've been able to meet through the game of Forza, through the Xbox. I know his boss listens to this podcast and I was told he has listened since episode one. So, um, I don't have, I don't have names or anything from that, but I just want to say thank you for being a loyal listener. I'm super glad you've enjoyed this content and that you've, you've watched us grow throughout the years, uh, as a, as a show, as a company, you know, as a brand. And, uh, we are super grateful for what you're doing here. It's going to, you know, help the brand so much and, and, and allow us to do so much fun uh, stuff with events and, and charities and all sorts of things that we are already kind of brainstorming about. Um, but you, you got everybody here at GameZilla very excited. And, uh, you know, we look forward to seeing or uh, getting more details as time goes on. So but that's got to be my gaming moment of the week. Like I played video games, but nothing can top that, right? No doubt. No, nothing's going to top that for sure. Uh, so, yeah. That has been the Zilla Update Game Moments of the Weeks. Uh, we had fun with our discussion topic, and uh, it's time to give it a rap ski. But before we do, of course, I have to remind everyone, uh, Saturday the 28th of March into uh, Sunday the 29th, we will be at Victorthon in Ann Arbor, Michigan, supporting a great cause. There's going to be a bunch of cool stuff going on. Again, stay plugged into GameZilla uh, to learn more about our involvement. Again, this is going to be a great event that's going to support uh, CS Mott Children Hospital, help some kids in the hospital uh, and uh, we get to do it with the power of gaming and we are very excited about that and also don't forget we're going to try and help you know how to spend your money the wisest on our monthly muster bus special so if you are a patreon supporter at the $5 a month level, then you need to go over and listen to MonsterBust, patreon.com slash GameZillaMedia, and uh, that is where you go. And uh, I, can, I actually am going to add a bonus bust uh, just in case, uh, you know, it, it didn't make the show, but it's important that Grim knows buying a VR headset for your PC, a huge bust. It's a must, <laughs> VR! Woo! All right. Thank you so much, uh, and don't forget to go over to GameZillaMedia.com and give a quick eye up to all the other wonderful shows on the GameZilla Media Network, Legend of Retro, Last Action Podcast, Noobs of Dragon, Noiseland, Arcade, and of course your boys here at the GameZilla Podcast, and, uh, well, you know, Grim, take us out. Well, thanks again, for everybody, for tuning in to 303 of the GameZilla Podcast. Remember, we are your elite free DLC for all your gaming news, and until next time, Game, game on. on.